and a terrific Tuesday afternoon, my beloved brothers and sisters. Welcome once again to this podcast. Listen to the book. I am your Bible host and your Bible coach, Brother Benji Stubbs, coming all the way from the beautiful city of Freeport, Grand Bahama. Today's date is the 20th of April in the year of our Lord 2021. And we're thankful that once again we have an opportunity to listen to the book, the book being the Word of God, the Book of God, the B-I-B-L-E. And as, as customary, we're thankful to have our resident reader with us in the person of Mrs. Precious Savatisha Zizan Stubbs, Stirrup. And for that, we just thank God for her um, assistance, her able assistance in this production. And so turn your Bibles now to the second book, the second chapter of the book of Isaiah, as we are continuing gems from the book of the Gospel Prophet. Welcome, and may God bless you as we study today. Welcome again to this podcast, Listen to the Book. We are in the second chapter of the great book of Isaiah, and as mentioned in our first episode, this book of Isaiah, known as the Gospel Prophet, is still about 85%, some folks even say 90%, yet to be fulfilled. A lot of futuristic things are in the book of Isaiah. We're going to begin one or two um, observations today in this regard. And again, we're thankful for our reader. And so we're going to get right into it. Isaiah chapter 2, listen to the book. The word that Isaiah, the son of Amos, saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem. And it shall come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountain. Pause. You notice it says that it shall come to pass, Isaiah the prophet said, not in his day or in even the days of Jesus, but in the last days. Whatever this prophecy uh, is concerning, it's concerning events in the last days. My brothers and sisters, we are in the last days. In the days of Jesus was not the last days. The days of Isaiah was not the last days. The days of Moses was not the last days. But the prophet says clearly, it shall come to pass, meaning the word shall means futuristic. This is yet to happen from Isaiah's time to our time. This is the last day event. This is an, a last day event. It shall come to pass, says the prophet, that the mountain of the Lord, mountain in this particular chapter, in this particular verse, like all the references to mountain, refers to the church of God, or better still, the people of God. And notice how he sits, curates this mountain. It's going to be established on top of all other mountains. Chapter 17 in the book of Revelation tells us that the woman sits on the top of mountains, that means churches. And so whatever God's church is in the last day, according to this verse in chapter 2, verse 2, God's church is going to be on top or supersede or excel all other denominations. It shall come to pass in the last days. And listen to what will happen when God's church is established above all other churches. Listen to the book. And shall be exalted above, above the hills, and all nations shall flow unto it. Notice this, all nations. Now we know this could not have been the day of Jesus or the day of Paul, simply because only Jews could go into the temple. If you were Gentile, they would stone you or cut your head off. And so the temple was destroyed in AD 70 under General Titus. And so this prophecy says when this church is established in Jerusalem, all nations, Filipinos, Chinese, Bahamians, 
Germans, Europeans, Muslims, all nations, Iran, Iraq, Turkey, the United States of America, all the countries in Africa and South America, all, not some, it says all nations shall go up to Jerusalem. Now, my brothers and sisters, it's telling us the time will come and in order to go to church, you got to go to Jerusalem. According to Isaiah chapter 2 and verse 2, we have to go to Jerusalem to church. But don't take my word for it. Listen to the book. And many people shall go and say, Come ye and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob. And he will teach us of his ways, and we will walk in his paths. For out of Zion shall go forth the law, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. Notice the prophet leaves, no doubt, where this mountain will be. In Jerusalem, he says. For the word of the Lord shall go forth from Zion, and the law shall go from Jerusalem. So brothers and sisters, I say again, the prophet is telling us the time is coming when all nations, says the prophet, will go to Jerusalem to go to church. And guess what? It says also that God will teach us. God will teach us. And there'll be no need for anybody to get up and teach the people of God. For the prophet says, all them shall know me from the least to the greatest. And so we're thankful that God has predicted in his word that the time will come when this world and all the peoples that are in it will go to Jerusalem to go to church. We don't have to go to Washington, D.C. or to Nassau, New Providence or anywhere in Freeport, Grand Bahama. We will have to go to Jerusalem right up there in the land of Palestine. And my brothers and sisters, you know that God's word cannot be broken. God cannot make a promise that he cannot keep. He said, my word shall not return to me void. So God says it, I believe it, and that settles it for me. Listen to the book. And he shall judge among the nations, and shall rebuke many people. And they shall beat their swords into plowshares, and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation, nation shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war anymore. When I was a young boy, we used to sing the song, I think study war no more. Study war no more. This is where the song comes from. Nations shall not learn war anymore. They shall not study war. And so my brothers and sisters, this is plain to see. This event or these events have to be what we call pre-millennial. They also have to be pre-second coming, meaning that they have to take place before Jesus comes the second time. Because nations Fighting takes place before Jesus comes. It cannot be in the new earth because nations will not be fighting each other in the new earth. It cannot be during the millennium because the people of God will be in heaven with Jesus. So this is obviously a pre-second coming event. Nation shall not lift up sword against nation. Neither shall they study war, learn war anymore. My brothers and sisters, these truths are so comforting. And so we are sure, and they're right in your Bible. Don't take my word for it. Listen to the book. O house of Jacob, come ye and let us walk in the light of the Lord. Therefore thou hast forsaken thy people, the house of Jacob, because they be replenished from the east. The Bible is telling us we must be careful of the eastern religions, the Hindus, the Muslims, the Buddhists. They are invading the church of God today. Right here in the book of Isaiah chapter 2, God is cautioning his people. Watch these Eastern religions. There have been three times since the Eastern religions have taken over the church of God. 
back in the days of the crusade, the crusaders, they brought a lot of Eastern ideas. And now, and then right after that, during the time of the 1260 years, in Revelation chapter 12, and now today, we call it the New Age movement. You know, everybody, transmeditational, trans, trans transcendental meditation, yogi and yoga and all this stuff, been invading the Christian church. Islam, invading the Christian church. And God is right here warning us that the time will come when His people, even God's true people, will be turning to soothsayers and um, Eastern religions. Today we call it the New Age Movement. And it's rampant throughout the people of God today. Listen to the book. And our soothsayers like the Philistines, and they, and they please themselves in the children of strangers. Their land also is full of silver and gold. Neither is there any end of their treasures. Their land is also full of horses. Neither is there any end of their chariots. Their land also is full of idols. They worship the work of their own hands and which their own fingers have made. This is telling us God is giving a prediction of the United States of America, which is the most populated in terms of vehicular traffic, horsepower, than any other nation on the planet today. Full of idols and they're worshiping the idols that their own hands have made. Sports is is an idol to many people. Uh, entertainment is become an idol to many people. And so God is telling us that their land, America is an idolatrous nation. They worship the work of their own hands. Whether it's entertainment, whether it's sports, whether it's music, whether it's philosophy, ideology, they are worshiping the idols that they have made. Listen to the book. And the mean man boweth down, and the great man humbleth himself. Therefore, forgive them not. Enter into the rock, and hide thee in the dust, for fear of the Lord, and for the glory of his majesty. The lofty looks of man shall be humbled, and the haughtiness of men shall be bowed down, and the Lord alone shall be exalted in that day. For the day of the Lord of hosts shall be upon every one that is proud and lofty, and upon every one that is lifted up, and he shall be brought low. And upon all the cedars of Lebanon that are high and lifted up, and upon, oak, upon all the oaks of Bashan, and upon all the high mountains, and upon all the hills that are lifted up, and upon every high tower, and upon every fenced wall, and upon all the ships of Tarshish, and upon all pleasant pictures, and the loftiness of man shall be bowed down, and the haughtiness of men shall be made low. And the Lord alone shall be exalted in that day. Amen. And the idols he shall utterly abolish. And they shall go into the holes of the rocks and into the caves of the earth for fear of the Lord and for the glory of his majesty when he ariseth to shake terribly the earth. In that day a man shall cast his idols of silver and his idols of gold which they made each one for himself to worship to the moles and to the bats, to go into the clefts of the rocks and into the tops of the ragged rocks for fear of the Lord and for the glory of his majesty when he arises to shake terribly the earth. Seize ye from man whose breath is in his nostrils, for wherein is he to be accounted of? The Bible is telling us, Isaiah is telling us, 
the Spirit of God is telling us, stop trusting in man. My brothers and sisters, when it comes to your salvation, don't trust any man. The prophet says clearly, cease ye from man. That means stop. Stop trusting in man whose breath is in his nostril. Don't let nobody determine your soul destination by listening to any man, says the prophet. This is a command of God. Cease ye, don't listen. Listen, I, I've listed 10 things. You know, we have 10 commandments in the word of God. God has given us 10 people or sets of people we should not com have confidence in. We should cease having confidence in them. I call them the P-mans. He says, don't trust the Pope. Don't trust the prelate. Don't trust the priest. Don't trust the pastor. Don't trust the prime minister. Don't trust the president. Don't trust the politician. Don't trust the police. Don't trust the principal. And don't trust the people. Keep your confidence in what does the Bible say? If the Bible don't say it, my brothers and sisters, don't believe it. And for, for added measure, just to make a show and double show, don't trust the butcher, the baker, nor the candlestick maker. Trust in God. For God is God alone all by himself. And so may God bless you as you and I take the time to apply our hearts to the word of truth and to listen to the book. Amen.